0: Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Yes, thank you so much for listening. I am your host, John Solberg, and this is the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. Today's show is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought-after, 100% Australia non-crossbred Wylara 9-plus briskets. And as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win, and they win often. So you're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts in life. Great news for you. The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu, and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me, who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock, and again, it's always handpicked for you. Now you might be saying, John, all this sounds fantastic, but what about some weird exotic kind of stuff? Well, rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop can get you your next elk steak or camel roast. They're going to ship it out promptly. Yes, they've got camel. So let's review the best competition briskets. Check. The best pork selection. Check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home. Check. Give the Butcher Shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850 850- Four five eight eight seven eight two. Mention the barbecue central show for ten percent off your entire order each and every time you call. You can also get a hold of them over on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the butcher shop. Shop is spelled S H O P P E. The butcher shop, home of the one hundred percent Australian non crossbred Waivara nine plus briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show from April the twenty sixth in twenty sixteen. Danielle Bennett is releasing a book. She catches up with Greg to talk some book, talk, 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 book, talk, you know, let's go.
1: Daniel Bennett joining me here on the show. Diva Q website, divaq.ca. You're not going to give specifics on the money. uh, Of course, I'm going to ask, but deflect as you will. But here's, I guess, a kind of a, a more high level question. You know, 15 years ago book writing, completely different deal, right? Given the anticipation of your book, I imagine, you know, back then you could have secured what some would consider like life-changing advance because books then are different than books now. So on this project, and you've alluded to it, I mean, I imagine you make out okay. And as others have told me on this show before that are well-known book writers, the book thing to some is more of a way to keep the brand out there and isn't necessarily like the big money grab that it used to be? I mean, what's your thought on that whole deal?
2: I completely agree. You know, you don't write a book to make money. You write a book to open other doors to make money. Um, I think that that's a very, very astute uh, statement. At the end of the day, the book is something that has already gone into multiple reprints. I'm very excited about that. Um this is day one of the launch. We we are already into uh, I think publishing number, printing number two and a half, maybe almost three. I'll find out by the end of this week. Um so at the end of the day, you have to take a look at what is this book going to do for me and what do you want the book to do? Because if you just want to get your name out there and it's gonna be cheap and it's gonna be, you know, kind of wishy-washy recipes, hey, that's that's your deal. Um for me it was a combination of get my brand out there. Um be known as a reliable source for all things, barbecue and grilling information, and keep the DBQ brand alive.
1: In regards to an advance, is there a certain number that you have to hit in like gross sales, where once that number's triggered, there's like uh, back end points or percentage of gross, or you get an extra amount of money, or something like, how does, how does a book compensation work after the advance?
2: Well, typically the book is divided into three uh, components of payment. First of all, you receive an advance. Um, that's upon book contract signing. That is to cover off you know, your time for that portion of the book. Then you have to submit a completed manuscript. You get another payment at that point. At the last day is the drop day, which is today, and you get your last payment until the book goes into reprints and or negotiable terms. Negotiable terms could be a lot of different things depending on your status, your, um, like, you know, much bigger names than me, much, much bigger names than me. um, Can negotiate things uh, like digital percentages and definitely back-end sales. Um, So each contract is individual, but basically that's how it gets broken down into those three payments.
1: So – Best case scenario for you on the first book effort?
2: I'm in the middle of it right now. Best case scenario.
1: Yeah, right. So in the end, like, are you hoping to be like in a seven figure range on this thing? Or is it just like somewhere in the six figures? Like what's the utopia here?
2: I will, I will not comment on those numbers, but I will say the more reprints, the better in my life.
1: Absolutely. Danielle Bennett joining me here on the show, uh, talking about the new book, Diva Q's. So, Talk to me about the writing process. If you're not going to tell me how much money you're making, let's talk about the writing process. Was it love, a labor of love, just labor? Like, What's it like for you?
2: It's actually a combination of all those things. Um, It's 195 recipes, which is double the size of most books. Um, In addition to the 195 recipes, throughout the book, there are things. There's that book, yay. There it is. Um, There's tips called Savvy because I wanted a value-added book. And and what I mean by that is that I didn't want somebody just to have just the recipes. Um, Just the recipes is great. So as you can see, you know, this book has a lot of content. It's a great book. I'm very proud of it. But we have things like these little Q-savvies. And the Q-savvies are little tips and tricks to almost give you, uh, it's either like another recipe or another version. So they're rather painful to write because, you know, you forget a lot of things. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. There's a lot of different things I've done over the years. Um, Most of the recipes I had some formation of already and or have already made in my backyard. The other thing is that, you know, you have to write the charts that are at the front. And I remember getting into an argument one day with one of the editors because, you know, they wanted an absolute chart of time. And that's a really hard thing to do for me because being a barbecue or and a griller, it's done when it's done, and you know you can't say to somebody, well, here's an absolute time frame because people are so used to reading absolute recipes that say, you know, this roast will take 2.5 hours or whatever. Well, in barbecue, no, it doesn't work that way. There's so many different tangents and variables. So you know, I even put a disclaimer in the book, you know, where you know, in all you know all cases, um, you know, use a digital thermometer. So, I mean, some of the writing process is absolutely painful. I remember one day whipping, and I mean whipping, the manuscript up against the the wall just out of absolute frustration thinking this was the most painful thing I've ever gone through because editors were asking 50 million questions that I thought were personally really obvious. Um, But they were doing their great job. They were doing the job that they had to, and they were reading it from really fresh eyes not making assumptions of any knowledge whatsoever in barbecue and grilling. And so that's why the book comes out as, as thorough as it does, because we tried to answer everybody's questions. And that's not easy, because everybody has different barbecues, different grills, different you know situations. Um, so I remember that uh, some of the book writing was extremely painful. I remember the day I submitted the manuscript, I think I drank half a bottle of whiskey just because I was so <laughs> freaking happy it was done. Um, I remember thinking at some points during the book, I'll never do this again. Uh, I remember about a month in going, this was the stupidest contract I'd ever, you know, ever agreed to. Um, I remember being absolutely beside myself excited when I got the first copy of the book. Then, uh, you know, I was annoyed that some of the the edits didn't get done and it's, it's an emotional roller Um, but the biggest thing is I am so grateful So incredibly grateful and blessed to have so much support from my barbecue family and friends. It has been Uh, just crazy overwhelming. How many people have either written me today or in the last, uh, last, specifically the last day or so uh, about they've seen the book, they love the book's content. And these are people that I admire in the barbecue world. These are people that I look up to that are inspirations to me. So to receive that kind of feedback today was pretty phenomenal.
1: Daniel, you had mentioned in the thank you that you put out on Facebook a little bit ago that the last you know, 13, 14 months have been some of the most difficult <laughs> times. And, yeah. you know, for, for the people that don't follow you, I guess, uh, I mean, I follow it. I'm, I'm a little closer than, than maybe some others are. But <laughs> originally, you know, dvq.ca, Canada, right? So you were up in Canada. I remember when you got into barbecue. It was a yeah. whole different scene. So uh, about a year ago or so, you leave Canada. Yeah. You yeah. go through uh, divorce. Yep. You have three kids. And I have three kids three, and ex husband. Let me make that very clear. Yeah. And, and yeah. Vlad. Vlad Hi to Vlad. Um, but it's not like you're moving down the street or around the block. I mean, you are boom down to Florida, which is like kind of far. So
2: what, the people don't understand that my parents had a place here in Florida for like 25, 30 years. So oh. Florida was like second home to me. Um, there, there, is a, there, there were multiples of reasons I ended up coming here, um, but that, that's actually one of the reasons why too.
1: So you are, for as long as I've known you, you have had the mantra in some form or fashion of, I'm going to make it in barbecue. This is my yeah. deal. This is my passion. I'm working it every day, balls to the wall, 100%. Yeah. Does being balls to the wall 100% in some way cost you? the marriage portion of where you were at that point.
0: Speaking of balls to the wall, that's kind of a balls to the wall question. You need to find out what Diva had to say, and you can do so over at thebbqcentralshow.com. Link in the show notes today will take you to the complete episode. Go check it out. I promise you, the interview from this point forward is amazing, and the interview prior to this 10-minute segment is amazing. You do want to go listen to this complete episode. It's classic diva, classic Greg, no holds barred, no bullshit, just rocking it out. Hey, do me a favor, check out The Butcher Shop over on their Facebook page, Facebook.com slash The Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Mention The Barbecue Central Show for 10% off your entire order each and every time. And until next time on The Best Moments of The Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.